0: We are in Yerushalmi Peah Daf Memtes of Aleph and Base, and those other print. And I want to just talk about the mechanics of hefker. We never really think about this too often, but the Mishnah starts off with a very fascinating machlokesu <laughs> be'shalom so Hefker le'mi'im hefker. What if you just make something hefker? Now we're not talking about lecha shechem peah, which the Torah already said is laani la'ger tazavoso So we're talking about whether you could borrow that concept and, for example, um, say, you know, I have all this extra um, meat, so I'm going to put it outside but it's only Hefker for Aniyam. So Be'a says that this works, and Basil says it doesn't. You can't make something partially Hefker unless it includes everyone, a Shirim and a just like Shemitah. And then we have a whole philosophical debate about what this means. And the Gemara actually comes out at the end of the page that um, if a person gives hefker, gives something to Hefker, um, but says that it's only for Aniyam, what's the Halakha? Now, I wanna talk, wanna zoom out for a second. Um, seemingly, if you hold like Beish Shammai, well, actually, let's zoom out. So what does it mean that something is Hefker? For example, if my meat has now been put outside and is mof- and I was Mofker, it, who actually owns it? And this, is it in no man's land? Is it in Hefker land? What does that mean? So according to one reading of the Gemara, it seems to be that Beish held that it is now no longer owned by me. And according to some readings of the Gemara, if a, even if a rich person took it, he would actually be allowed to take it because it's not mine now whether he's hive and in um, meisters and other stuff for those type of produce things that I gave out let's say I gave out some of my produce so that's a whole different debate and I'm not going to get into that it's very very complicated but according to base hill so it's actually mine still now according to base hill it very well could be that it's not even Hefker for even the poor person, even though I said it was Hefker for the poor person. But seemingly Hefker still remains in my in my property. And if you read through the Gemara with this perspective of where exactly is Hefker, you'll see very, very fascinating things. Now, here's a problem, though. The problem is that we know that uh, when it comes to Pesach. So if someone's mofker all their property, so then um, I don't want to own any of my property anymore. Uh, I don't want to own my Hamid. So now it's Hefker. So does that work? Um, so here's a funny thing. Um, if you hold that it's still in my property until somebody takes it, then I own the chametz. So we know that's not true. Now, however, but that could explain why we talk about when you're mafk or something and you're mavatl on anything that's yours. So that's why you need to be on anything that's yours because if you hold like the ma'aseh like, amar like, that that hefker has this element that it's still in your possession even though you relinquished your right to it, but until somebody actually acquires it, it's still partially yours. That's why you have to be your chametz because then when you're mivatel something, then you no longer own it. Now it doesn't take away the problem of having it in your property where somebody could actually come to eat it or see it or maybe you're not mochol right like the mochols you're shown at the young as to whether it's shema Yura or guska yafa you might see it and want it or by your you might actually you're not you're not supposed to even see it but in the element of how you look at hefker that's why we have to even votle things in order to get it out of our possession because otherwise it might still be mine until somebody else acquires it have a great day